gets away from Kante plays down the line for Suarez 98 team of the year Suarez he's a big past chance. Ramos Suarez what's he going to do tries to feed it back is that going to come to Ronaldo just trying to get a foot on that maybe pull it now the man that Bullock loves half turn there from Torres Vieira back to Suarez on the finesse and there we have it the Bullock is in London he turns around he celebrates the Bullock he had a plan and he's performed it you're listening to the Foot Champions podcast with Richard and Brandon. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Foot Champs podcast. Week number 12 we're on now. We're back for another week, back for another podcast, and of course, to round up the world of competitive FIFA. As always, next to me is that man, Richard Buckley, but he's not feeling too well today, Richard. I know you normally say under the weather, but literally today. You're under the weather. Oh, it's terrible, Brandon. I think I got ill like <laughs> on uh, on Sunday, and uh, we're recording this on Wednesday. Hopefully, by the time when this podcast does go live, I'll have recovered somewhat. But the the internet's a fantastic place. We're currently what maybe 300 miles away, and uh, we imagine to get this podcast recorded because we've got a very very special guest in the building. We have indeed, um, known as Matt Craig or Matt HD Gamer, a big face in the FIFA scene. Matt, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming out of your busy schedule to uh, to join us as well. Oh, thanks, my name's Tom. I'm um, happy to be on the uh, podcast. Should be good fun. Should be indeed. And if anyone that doesn't know you, and I've said this before, I'll be surprised if they don't. You know what kind of content and and what what do you kind of do in the FIFA scene? Yeah, so I guess you could call me a FIFA YouTuber and probably football as well. Like I cover both, and uh, yeah, any content on FIFA. I'm pretty much like up to date in it, and yeah, just anything on FIFA I pretty much do on um, on videos. So first first question, uh, jumping straight into it. Uh, Go for it. I think I met you in Berlin uh, last May. Yes, yeah, that was uh, yeah nearly a year ago now. Let's get it's getting there. Yeah, that's when uh, me and Brandon first got like our commentary chance, and I just started talking to you. Uh, obviously, I'd seen you through YouTube, but you didn't have a, mm. a clue who I were. Um, <laughs> very nice humble guy what uh, was it like the experience like was that your first competitive event that you've been to uh, in FIFA yeah for, uh, for FIFA I've actually been to FIFA events in FIFA like 10 and 11 um, but this was just off the scale the, it was great to see organisation and just I guess FIFA on a big stage um, and that event for me was actually one of the best events they've ever done even up until now because lately they haven't just they haven't been the same for me they haven't been as um, organized it seems but I'd say like yeah that event was a very interesting one and seeing how the players react and seeing how the crowd was allowed to be behind the players it was interesting it was a lot different than say a normal sporting event um, but I liked it it was um, it was really enjoyable it was good fun to see how it was how it was um, how it was run. And also that what I want to ask you as well is you said you know you make a lot of FIFA content and. It's a, you have to admit you'll probably say it yourself to you know to bring out content every day that's different it's, is is a job in itself. But has you know this competitive scene that we've seen over the last few years really been pushed by uh, EA, given you maybe more of a platform to do different stuff? Yeah, I'd say so. More more so last year. Um, for me, I've played a, I played so many games of Foot Champs last year. It got like I probably played too many. I played like I think two thousand five hundred games last year. So with that alone. That gave me, you know, pack rewards to open it. It gave me really good like gameplay to get, and it was, um, it did definitely see a difference with content. You know, monthly rewards came about. This year's been 
not as great for me with um, for champs, but still, there's a lot of content to make about like competitive esport with um, with FIFA. And as a content creator, I want to like jump straight into like the foot champs model, you could say, because I know you've got some opinions on it. Uh, let's start off with the the rewards. <laughs> What are your opinion on rewards? Do you think you get value for money for where you finish? Because I know a lot of people don't think you do. I mean, I see Spencer open a lot of packs, as in uh, Gorilla, and he, some of the packs he gets are just atrocious. I think they definitely need to introduce like a guaranteed kind of rating at least. So maybe an 86-plus team of the week um, in an ultimate pack at least. I think they, you, can't op- you can't open an ultimate pack and get like Thalvin from Marseille. So they ne- they need to update that i think monthly rewards needs looking at as well i think if they could have maybe again i guess a guaranteed rating at least because i've seen some icons packed and you're getting in zagi like i don't think many pros really want him um but i think they're going in the right direction i just feel like for me it's got to be gameplay i think you, you guys would agree gameplay is just not where it should be right now but hopefully um hopefully soon that can be changed but um but yeah i think monthly rewards could be looking at could be looked at but we'll um we'll see what they we'll see what they do what well, i know we talked about rewards a little bit there uh and yeah you know, we, we said about things that can be changed for them overall you know as as a as fifa as an esport and uh, the way that ultimate team has grown since 2009 we, you know we've said about how pat weight etc it, at the same time, it's, it's, it is a positive move that you are getting rewarded for, you know, giving up a lot of time and, and putting into the game without spending a penny as such as well. Yeah, you can. It's great actually that you do get rewarded because we all remember the days of even FIFA 14, FIFA 15. You would only have divisions. Um, you know, there were trade offers back then which were amazing, but that's yeah. not another for another day. But they, um, yeah, they, there wasn't much going on in terms of gameplay. And I think it's great that for champions is. Here, I think they just need a bit of tweaking with some aspects, and it would be great. Um, but strange, I was speaking to a lot of other, you know, YouTubers, and they were saying the same kind of thing as me. Like, even though there's more content than ever, it does feel sometimes that there's so much emphasis on pro players that it would be good if there was like another game, a game mode, maybe more chilled out game mode to kind of um, vary autumn team a bit more. The main reason for that is the fact that not many of us are playing squad battles right now, um, mm. and that's a big. That was a like hyped up as a big game mode for draft is for me needs a big overhaul um so it's strange though it's it, it it's kind of like a double-edged sword in some kind of ways but i do feel like they need to get more focus on the fun aspect of fifa as well not all the not a lot of it um on competitive but um yeah with with rewards it's um they're they're great as long as you can get some good packs it's um it of can course. be good fun and uh uh, a, a point of I love I, I brought this up in a, someone else did the other day, but Richard he ranked it at fourteenth on squad battles right at the beginning of the year. Um, squad right. battles is such. It, again, you know, you said about for a casual player, I think it was a good idea, uh, and it, and at the beginning of the game, it really had that. I think it had a bit of a buzz about it. Yeah, it did. Um, but you know, as, as time went forward and stuff, you know, it went back to foot champions. You know, we're going to invest a lot of time in foot champions, and it, this is a debate which Richard can come on to as well. Is there going to be a point in FIFA now as the way that it's being pushed? Will there be such as I doubt that I doubt there'll be a different game for for an esport, but like maybe just a section in in the in the game which is just just for esport only, and then you know a player for casual players. I think there's got to be something more for casual. Like I, I mean, especially divisions. They need to. They have. They have to. Um, improved divisions i mean for me there's just not much point in terms of rewards i get that foot champions is the one you want to play for but you know the divisions a lot of people play it. it's 
it's much more obviously casual. It's still competitive, but it's much more casual. Um, and the thing if they can, if they could improve the rewards in that, and also improve the rewards of um, of foot draft as well, which again is more casual. Then I think that would go a long way. But I, I agree with squad battles, man. Like that, I was very hyped about it. But then after about two months, I was like, you know what? This is I'm not getting amazing pack rewards, and it's very hard to get top 100 and um yeah i think the hype just kind of it slowed down after about um two three months for sure well if you look at the way that foot champions was introduced uh last year it was introduced as the competitive game mode yeah in the game so i think a lot of people who say like i think there does need to be something else because for the casual player who just goes on ultimate team maybe once a week um interesting and if you haven't got time to play the four placement matches to get into foot champions on your weekend when you've got free time there's nothing really it's, to do it is exactly that there's everyone's um, playing foot champions on the weekend and and that's probably one of the best points that you've made man like the the whole aspect of foot champions like for the nine nine to five average um like person who works or even if you go to school weekends for all of us that weekends are where we go out there it's where we have like a good time whereas foot champions it's so time consuming um, and that's what I mean in terms of casual player they just they, they haven't got the time to play for champions and yeah. squad battles was deemed as that casual mode but even that takes a lot of time I think it's what is it 44 okay. games 48, 48 games, games something yeah. like that which is a long time as well um, so they, they definitely need to look at it I think divisions would be good if they can prove that I also think if they had monthly rewards for squad battles more people would play it but um, but yeah, I don't know. They, they they need to have something else. I, I I really want to see trade offers back. That's my big thing. But obviously, I have no idea how they could do it without mm. getting coins back. Yeah. But um, there's got to be a way. Tra- trade offers were pretty special back in the day. They really were. Uh, used to be able to get some uh, good deals. <laughs> I think in terms of trade offers, I think maybe it you'd have to work it out properly. But maybe if they've got an approximate value of your trade offer. And maybe you can only send a trade offer to someone else's approximate value of that. So if I've got CR7, mm. you can only send a trade offer um, on the market he's selling for. Like You could maybe even partner up with like Footways, Footbane. Like, it could be like trade offers brought to you by Foothead, Footways, Footbane, whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. And then it tells me the average price. You can then only send a trade offer within 100k either way of that player. So yeah. if you've got team of the season Alexis Sanchez, team of the season Aubameyang, and I've got a CR7, maybe that like matches up, and I think, oh yeah, that's a good trade offer. But mm. with the coin selling and everything, it's going to be very hard to go back to it after seeing how bad the market was <laughs> when trade offers were a thing. I mean, we forget how bad the market <laughs> the markets yeah. were, especially in FIFA 15, 16. Uh, yeah, and I think they need something like that though, just to spice Ultimate Team up. But I think. I've said this before, I'm not sure if it'd work, and it get, I do get this downside of this, but it sounds stupid, but it could potentially work. It's the fact that would there be a way where untradeable cards could actually be made, pretty much free cards, could they be made tradable? That way there'd be no coins involved, but at the same time, could people stock up on them and have accounts? So, I don't know. Um, but it sounds weird, untradeable cards being tradable, but I, I can't think of any other kind of because- way to do it. If you look at it, a lot of people who's got these untradeable cards, they're mm. just stagnant in the club. Like, yeah. they've got nothing really to do with them. So, or maybe even if, maybe they've got a discard price, like just so yeah. you can get something back from the 
untradeable cards. I don't know. Or maybe um, a tradable card becomes untradeable once he trades it. As you said, you know, about seasons, uh, potentially like maybe a better reward each time or every time you win it the price the prize goes up just because that's yeah. something you do in the week and at the same time you know foot draft i don't know what you, your point on that is matt but for a pro scene it gets played a lot at the beginning of the game and yeah. it's just forgotten about it's true i think i think divisions that would be brilliant just to have something else to i guess be motivating to try and achieve and the big thing about for champions that's cool is that you get these big rewards and obviously every every pack is so different from the last and that's what's so different it's like when you play PUBG every new game it's like you've never played it before because it's something different um it's they they need rewards where every time you win a division you don't just get 15,000 coins they need it where it's just packs because every pack is different so that would be literally so much better uh I think it would be great if they can you know go down that direction I know you guys have spoke about it in depth about you know updates and, and mechanics etc like that. Do you think there's a difference because uh, obviously one compared to other sports, uh, other esports? Sorry, FIFA's a sports game. You know it is football at the end of the day, and you know even if you have a Ronaldo that is a 99 uh, rated, if he has five shots at a goal, sometimes he might not score. He might not score all five. You know he mm. might score three out of five because it is football at the end of the day. Sometimes you hit the bar. Sometimes you hit the post. Yeah. And, and and as you said, Richard, as well about you know when the updates come in and stuff, they don't say everything's going to happen. Do you think sometimes they can't say exactly what's going to happen because it is it is just football? Um, I guess so. They, I mean, obviously, you know, a bit like William last night in the Chelsea game, hit the post twice. It can happen. Um, so they. They, you know, Ronaldo shouldn't be scoring every single time because that's just, just not realistic. Even though he is probably one of the best players ever to play football, but he, um, yeah, he, I think, I think gameplay for me it's strange. I think this year's gameplay, the fact that gameplay is just so poor right now. I mean, no one seem, no one's enjoying it. Um, it seems, and especially from the pro player aspect, I want to see a day on FIFA when people are actually praising gameplay because right now it's just kind of just. It's pretty shocking to see what the state, the state, the gameplay is in, and I, I, I really do believe as well. Looking back, if I was watching some like my old squad builders and was watching some Neps and Bates and old squads, and the hype that was around those cheap squads was so great in FIFA, well, FIFA 13, 14, 15, 16, and the reason for that, even last year, was because gameplay was actually okay. You could use cheap players and do amazing. This year, it feels like. There's only, you know, Gabriel Jesus, Martial, Bakayoko. Other than that, there's not many um, cheap overpowered players. Silver cards aren't as crazy as they once were. So I think gameplay aspect, it's interesting seeing how if you do a video on like a best 20k team now, it wouldn't have the same hype because people aren't hyped to use the cards they get in packs in-game. It's, it's, it's a strange feeling right now where FIFA's at. I think um, one thing that resonated with me that Porcher said a little while ago uh, before I get onto that, um, the the FIFA 13 Bateson uh, 352, I will never forget that team. Um, S1 and uh, Royce up top. Uh, oh yeah, it's. Um, the, the KSI killers. Yeah, well, I remember Bateson using S1 like um, and loving his card. I mean, those cards. That's what I mean. That that kind of hype. Where I remember there was a card. I think his name is Marlos from FIFA 11. Yep. Had the most incredible long shots I've ever seen. And that's why 
FIFA was, I guess, more arcadey back then, if that makes sense. It was more like an arcade game. It's so fast-paced and just nuts. And that's what... Cobra Silvers. Like, I know, yeah. If you use the silver team in foot champs now, you probably wouldn't even get, like, 20 wins. Like. It's it's true. I mean, it's weird. Last year, I actually did... Um, I know Harry was ridiculous. He was a, I think he used a bronze team and got, was it 37 wins? Something mad. Yeah. Um, I managed to have a go, and I got 25, which I was so proud of. But And you could do it, but I don't know. I, I, I would actually like if they could have those kind of cards back just to bring more hype to different cards because so many squads now would just have icons in. They all um, they all have like, you know, Pogba. They have, I don't know, Griezmann up top. They, it'd be cool to see more variation. So many cards just are used for SBCs and not used in-game. What I was going to say, what Poacher said was, um, back in the day, like FIFA 11, FIFA 12, FIFA 13, mm. only very recently, like the defenders that you're playing against have changed. Like, this year, if you're in foot champions, I'd probably say half, maybe even six out of ten teams you come up against, you're going to be facing a real Ferdinand, you're going to be facing a Jerome Boateng. Back in the day, you're facing a Mika Richards, an Anua, like, they were the, you could say, like, the meta players, and they were, like, 76, 77 rated, so you could get away with using the worser attackers because you were playing against worse defenders. This year, I think if you're playing against Rio Ferdinand, Maldini, Sergio Ramos, like the amount of times I've come up against um, Sergio Ramos, Rio Ferdinand, Alexandro mm. Valencia, like that's just the back four in foot champions. It's like, true. It's you're going to get punished for not using a Cristiano Ronaldo or a Gareth Bale. It's true. I think. See, Gareth Bale is a card. No one, no one ever uses these days. It's quite rare. You see him. Um, yeah, I think it's right. They need to have. Even just those cheap gold cards that would do crazy things. I know it's, it can probably be annoying on the other end of that when you're conceding to Ahmed Musa every single every single game, but it's fun. That's what we need more back in FIFA when a card is just ridiculous. I remember the start of the year did a video on like one of the most overpowered cards. I think it was Antonio Striker, and there was so much hype about that card, and he was great. He is great, but then obviously a week later probably a month later, everyone's got ridiculous teams, no one's going to use them. So, whereas old FIFAs, it was, there was so much hype around those cards. Remember Michel Bastos in FIFA 10 yep. was one of the best cards. Of, yeah, Nene in form. Uh, Alex in form. There was so many ridiculous cards. Um, so yeah, you're completely right, man. Like, they need more variation with squads. It's um, it's not the same as it was. To, to flip that on the head, though, um, I feel like this year, this FIFA as such, as you, Rich talks about the defenders there, as you said, you know, it's not going to be fun if you're conceding against San Antonio when you've got uh, like a full icon back line. But I'd say more this year, and it, and it is good to see that as well. Like As you said in previous years, sometimes you could go and beat a, a full goal team, a bronze team, and you probably still could at some levels at this game, in this game. But mm. I think at the same time, it is good that these icons that you are investing a lot of money into are undoubtedly a lot better than you know a basic 82 gold midfielder compared to an icon maybe Vieira it, I think it, I do think as well that is good that it is clear that these players are you know on a completely different level they are and it's I always still say now if you've got a gold non-rare team and you're playing against the icon team obviously the icon team should probably win but if a pro player has that car that team with the non-rare players they should probably be able to you know, win if they they've got that talent. So it's just, it's hard to I don't know. I, it's hard to judge that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes when you play FIFA, we we've all had this feeling when you know you're better than someone 
and they've got like an icon team and it's just like oh my god this is this is just not this is this sucks so it's it's it can be annoying it's weird but i don't know it, it's a hard one to balance for EA, but i i would like if they had more you know crazy cheap cards that could do awesome things like fifa 14 like julian draxler his non-rare card was unstoppable yeah. um those yeah those were good times i think i think they'll improve that for next year but um but yeah i don't know what do you guys think about that like do you think would you prefer to have those kind of old days back i think i think if foot champions was back in like fifa 11 fifa 12 you'd probably see a very similar model to what you're seeing now like mm. where you need a stacked team to do well because like the only way that you could prove like that these brasilvers were very good was in pretty much in uh, one-on-one online single matches. Yeah. So, like, and you're not going to be playing against competitive players in online single matches. Um, like, if I, if you could take... I think, as well, like, the silvers this year are pretty much irrelevant in the game as a whole. Like, I don't think I've ever faced a silver team in seasons. Like, ever. I think you're right. I've never seen one. <laughs> like, but... the only reason silvers are useful is for SBCs. Like, you just don't face silver teams back in the day even like the BPL silvers like FIFA 13 FIFA 14 mm. they were a thing like they were good players like Gabby Agbonlahor were like 80k at one yeah. point Cameron Drone yeah those cards yeah to link in with that I know you, uh, Matt said about do, do we think you know we want to see a change what I like as well you know we, hopefully we can see it going forward more in the competitive scene uh, this year is restrictions at tournaments because we saw a little bit at the at the FIWC Grand Final last year and it wasn't a massive difference it was just like three icons maximum um, like certain rated players you weren't allowed uh, more of and you know it just added a bit of uh, variety to, to, to the teams and you know we saw as you normally do that the, the main position we see different in, in Ultimate Team this year is, is fullbacks I'd say but with, with this change you know, we saw different midfields we saw different hybrids different teams last year I think that's for me that's something that I would 100% like to see again this year but you know it's, it's, it's a debate that everyone could probably have for a, for a long time but another point that came in maybe last year as well Matt you know the squad battles squad, no not squad battles sorry the SBCs uh, yeah. uh, have, have you enjoyed them? Um, yeah so SBCs for me one of the best things about the game uh, I really I really enjoy it I think they need to I don't know I feel like it's missing something and I don't know why or what but I definitely feel like SBCs again they don't need a, you know an overhaul I just feel like it would be cool if we had a different cool thing maybe not every day but just more often 10 week packs are so hype ones to watch packs are brilliant it would have been cool to have like a crazy team of the year pack um, SBC I just I don't know SBCs are so good but well they're good but I feel like they need more more things I don't know what though um, it's SPCs are definitely a tough one to judge uh, they, they've they got a lot of content in there and I just feel like they need to kind of diversify more but yeah they need to more guaranteed packs that's where the hype is uh, marking matchup is kind of cool but again it'd be cool to see more uh, diff, better rewards maybe for that but yeah I don't know SPCs again I think they could do being looked at it'd be cool if maybe YouTubers had their own SPC um, things like that or whoever celebrities like anything it just they need something else with SBCs just not really sure what so, so do you think they could do the same model that uh, I'm not sure if many YouTubers have, have had it but you know when um, for example the squad battles the featured squad 
you know, David Myler's been on there, I'm pretty sure, Vitality Rocky, yeah, yeah. And other people like that. Do you think they can maybe move that model onto onto SBCs a little bit then and say, right, this is my squad, you need to build a kind of similar one to, to earn a certain pack? I think it'd be cool. I think they just need more, I guess, creative content in terms of SBCs. SBCs is, is quite a, uh, I think there's a, there's a lot they can do there. I just think they need to narrow it down. If, if they can have something different every day and we know we get well marquee matchups is on a is it, is it thursday marquee matchups or tuesday i always get mixed uh, up tuesday. tuesday yeah um yeah 6 p.m isn't it yeah they they uh it they're cool i just feel like they need more things i don't know um there's definitely i just i really hope there's not only a world cup mode if there's not a world cup mode this year i'm gonna scream i'm just gonna go crazy um but <laughs> in ultimate team sorry they need to definitely get another game mode because I think SBCs are I think SBCs are the the most I guess satisfied EAR EAR with the game I think they're you know they're fine just I don't know what I, I just they need updating something in some kind and of way I, and I know we're, we're talking about you know some things that we could see improved or see some things different but as an overhaul you know since all my teams come on in 2009 have you seen a progression with it and more ideas oh, or? yeah I mean if you look back FIFA 09 actually you have to pay for it yeah, it's DLC. I think it was only well, it's, it was you had to pay for it. It was five pound, um, which to be fair, EA, you know, they they were smart. I mean, people would would pay for that. They um, they yeah, they brought it out. I think it was I think it was in like January. It wasn't at the start of the game. And I remember getting it on the first day, and it was like it was like wow, this is this seems mad. I've never seen anything like this before. It was so cool. And what I did love, and this is what I think could actually work. They had awesome team in a nine right, and they had insane things in the game so pack weight in that game was ridiculous you could spend 50 pound and you'd probably pack most of the cards in the game it was it was insane but in game they had something called like boosts in game so you could actually use a boost like minus 15 percent speed of the opposing team in game wow. and it was mental i think that as a, that as a game mode would be fascinating i think that could be so cool now if they could actually do that um because they had it was like minus 20 percent shooting for like 10 minutes in game on fifa it that that kind of thing is what i'm talking about could actually really work well in this day and age awesome team where we're missing something in ultimate team i think is that kind of fun aspect for the casual player so and that would be cool it would, having those boosts again would be cool but yeah 09 was was um was great but it has progressed a lot back to the question man i think it's uh you know looking now ultimate team content wise for youtubers like myself or whoever it's 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 great although sometimes it feels like a lot of the time we're just waiting for thursday for pack rewards we're waiting for you know team of the week there still needs to be a lot more in ultimate team but when you look at it there's so much more going on than fifa 12 13 14 and it did need this in FIFA 17. We definitely did need something else, but um, but yeah, it's it's progressed a lot. And you you spoke of the uh, the World Cup mode there. I'm gonna get onto it. Probably, in my opinion, one of the best additions ever in Ultimate Team. Yeah. Back in 2014. How excited are you? If I it does come I think it is coming. I do. I haven't had any confirmation from EA. Um, I've I've like I've done research on it, and there's a lot of leaks coming out about commentators. You know, commentating. Maybe you guys have commentating on the World Cup. You never know. Um, but yeah, they they. I'm, I'd be. I would be beyond hyped. Like that's what FIFA really needs right now. FIFA you, 14 was huge for that. Do, do you think it 
Uh, sorry to interrupt, Matt. Um, do you think it, cool. it, back in the day we used to back, we're talking back to PlayStation 2s, you know, the original Xbox 360s and stuff, when we had a separate World Cup game? Do you yeah. think that was? Do you think that was more? Do you think that's a bad move to make to make a separate game? I really hope they don't to, to make it well, into like the DLCs. I would actually you know if they did both, that'd be fine. I I wouldn't want them to bring out a new game uh, and then not have Ultimate Team. The reason being is Ultimate Team is so big. When you think about it, really, who really plays head-to-head seasons anymore um, on a regular FIFA? You play kickoff with your mates, but at the same time, like that game was so that game. Those games are amazing and they're cool to play online, but. If they if they just brought out a game, I'd be really I'd probably be very good at and I can't see them doing it though. FIFA fourteen World Cup was the most players that have ever been on FIFA once. It was insane. So they've gotta they have to do it. And especially the fact that you actually got rewarded for opening packs. You got I think I think you got a five K pack every time you opened the pack in Ultimate Team. They uh yeah, they did. They've gotta do pretty much the same thing, but then obviously make it better than the last one. So the hype was amazing for this for this um, for this game mode. Well, if you if you didn't if you are listening, you didn't get the chance to play the World Cup mode. Um, we'll give you a brief overview before we uh, finish the podcast. It was um, every time you played a game, you got a free player. Just any player in the Ultimate Team database on the World Cup mode. Chemistry was through continent. Yep. Which I thought were remarkable. I thought that was actually going to come into FIFA 15 um, as part of the chemistry system. Um, when you actually won the World Cup, if you did go on to win it, you got 60,000 coins? Yes. I, I, th- I think it may have been less, but I think it was, it was more than Division 1 winning, I think. Yeah, I think it yeah. was more. It was worthwhile winning. Um, and I think you got five packs. Yeah. Um, five seven point five k pack. So like, the game was just unbelievable, and like, it was very, it wasn't easy. But if you played the game a lot, you could get like the best players, and also, the players that you had in your team ranked with how their World Cup went. So for example, uh, I believe Lionel Messi had an unbelievable World Cup that year. Mm. Uh, got up to a ninety eight, and then if you had Messi in your team on the World Cup mode. He would then go up to a 98. So pretty much, you're getting to play with Team of the Year Messi. Yeah. To kind of close this podcast up, going like one more, one more avenue uh, before we close. Let's get into. Uh, let's just talk about the competitive scene. You know, who have you enjoyed watching, Matt? Other than maybe not the big names. Who you know? Who else have you enjoyed mainly last year? And who have you liked that's you know came onto the scene this year? In terms of pro players, or yeah, in terms of pro players. I mean, obviously, uh, DH text is. The, you know that that kid is just ridiculous to win when he's 16 years old. Um, he puts us all to shame for our FIFA ability. Yeah, that 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 was awesome. Um, I'm good friends with Harry, so I always want to see him do well and Tass obviously as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think in terms of next year, you know, it's interesting seeing a lot of players change clubs, and I want to see how everyone does. When you know, I want, I want to see how Tass does. You know, joining Phase, leaving Hashtag. I want to see how my man Mike does, Mike Labelle. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they all do hopefully um, you know I just want the best for everyone so hopefully everyone can have a good year in the pro scene and you have watched the event from home and you've watched it live at the venue yes which do you prefer do you prefer <laughs> watching it live or I, I really enjoy watching live just seeing seeing just seeing that kind of level of you know playing FIFA up close I think the final of Berlin was a big one for me you know when um, was it Rocky beat Shells in the last second yeah. seeing the shock right there was something else when I think Shells 
like it, there was it it, that, yeah. I think there was some input delay um, or he didn't I think it was one of the two um, he didn't clear it as well but uh, yeah seeing it close was amazing seeing it on cameras on you know streams great as long as the, the stream has you know gone to plan um, I feel like EA needs to up the game with the, the production value of of um, esports, you know, if they can get to that value that CS:GO gets at, then you know, would you guys love to be part of? Then it would be amazing. But, um, but yeah, it's it's great to watch on stream. Do, as well. do you think it was very clever as well with the the reward system they use for for the streaming? Because you know, we, yes and no. It's it's great we, to see. Sorry to interrupt. It's great to see like great, um, you know, people getting literally icons. But I mean, it's not fair when someone has watched the whole stream or kept their laptop on the whole weekend and they don't get anything. Um, I didn't. If they can just give you, I don't know, mega pack for watching, you know, the whole stream or just something, because it's not fair for people who don't get rewarded for watching the whole stream. Then they're on to a winner. I think they need to look at that though. Well, I think that kind of concludes uh, week twelve of the Foot Champs podcast. It's been a different one as we expect, and you know, it's good that we, you know, we're getting these influences in as well, such as Matt and got Chewboy on as well. That you know can talk about the game in you know different perspectives. It's a shame that Colin wasn't uh, from Rona wasn't uh, here this week. He has been missed again. Hopefully he'll be back. First of all, Matt, cheers for for coming on again. Oh, it's cool, man. I really appreciate it. it was uh, yeah, it was good fun. I think what was good as well this uh, this week, Richard, as well that we've you know we've looked at maybe I've said it already a different landscape of the game or a different insight of the game uh, around the competitive scene. Is that fair to say? Yeah, we're trying to um, hit the hit FIFA from every angle, really. Like. We'd love to get a, a developer on um, from EA um, or someone who works on the game to get their perspective on the game as well. So um, the Foot Chance podcast will be rolling on next week. Um, hopefully, I'll be better. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully it will be, right. Um, but if you have enjoyed the podcast, be sure to drop it a like if you're watching on YouTube and subscribe, or if you listen on Mixcloud or all our other audio platforms. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, be sure to go and drop us a follow on Twitter at FootChampsPod. If you want to get involved with the show, it's the hashtag FootChampsPod as well. Um, a big thank you again to Matt as well. Richard, uh, obviously my co-host, and myself, Brandon Smith. It's been a pleasure uh, hosting again, and we'll catch you next week uh, for another podcast. Good luck this uh, weekend on your weekend league. Hope it all goes well. And... Uh, We'll catch you later. Bye-bye. If you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Just go to at Foot Champions Pod on Twitter, drop a follow, and then you'll find all your subscription options in the pinned tweet. Oh, and also, while I've got you, why not check out this podcast's more casual older brother, the Foot Weekly Podcast, for in-depth reviews, Team of the Week rundown, content chat, and general foot discussion. Foot, 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 foot.